Frank. Mike. I'm so tired. Nope. <laughs> it's like it's like somebody had an even bigger switch on their desk and nuked us. We've been we've been at this for since, since last Saturday. I've been Saturday. at it. Yeah, since last Saturday. Saturday. Ouch. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Shot Show 2018. This is Mike from Mile High Shooting. Frankenson City. We are coming to you from Sin City. And we wanted to talk to you about SHOT Show. We've had a lot of requests for this, about some new snipery stuff that's out there. Sniperific. Sniperific. Sniptastic. Sniptastic. Sniptastic stuff that's coming out. And we um, want to share our experience with you guys and and talk about some behind-the-scenes stuff as well. Uh, First off, I want to say I want to give props to all the countries that are tuned in to our show. This is – this honestly, it amazes me how many people have stopped – well, let's say this, have stopped Frank in the hallway. Oh, my God. I can't get from point A to point. You know what? The people are like, be at my booth and Listen to Frank's hour. voice. He's I'm been new. talking straight. Nonstop. Nonstop. Of course, everybody knows. Frank likes to talk, but he has talked double what he normally Frank, what on your pedometer today, what would you do? Today was a rough day. This was my light day because my meetings went into overdrive today. But I did 6.5 miles 6.5 miles, miles in today. a hotel. In a hotel. Just today. Unbelievable. This sucks. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. So I want to give props out to the countries that are listening to us. And, uh, of course, everybody from the United States. Thank you, guys. Um, everybody who's here at SHOT Show, everybody who stopped by the booth, and we've all high-fived and everything. And, I met and a fan from Pakistan. From Pakistan. Yes. The one guy who's got like four downloads to himself here? Yep, and he was a con. <laughs> Rath Perfect. con. Rah. Perfect. So we got uh, United States leading the pack, of course. Um, our home country and our our brethren to the north, Canada, Sean Bevins. I know you're out there listening and promoting us, and I appreciate, the, I appreciate the shit out of you. Hope, I hope your uh, machining is going well. We got Sweden. All of our friends from Spur. Sweden? Spur. Yeah. For, hold on. Let me try to say this. Wait, you wait. I'm going to try to say it. I'm going to try to say it. I asked him, how do you say your name? Because I know when you come to another country... We butcher everything. We butcher the shit out of everything that we come in contact with. And then we just say, ah, fuck it. This is what we're going to call you. Yeah. So... I have an idea. <laughs> so I'm going to say, how how can... How can, how, how, how can, can, how can, how, how can, how can, he always, he says, no, you're saying it wrong and nobody can say it. Ask any of his team. Nobody can say it. So we're talking about Hawkins Spur from Sweden and we're talking about all of our Swedish fans out there. You guys have uh, collectively 175 downloads, which is totally awesome. You guys were leading Canada, but Canada pulled ahead of you by, by at least 10 downloads. And then our friends down in Australia, especially our night force guys, we got to go to, uh, the Night Force My Awards. My friends are... in Australia, love you, cunts. <laughs> <laughs> you know who that's going to. Yeah, you do. So the United Kingdom is right behind them. So we got our friends uh, from Accuracy International uh, that are more than likely tuned in. I know Dave Walls Dude, is out there. He's what? listening to what's going My on. My schedule was so busy today. I stood up my lunch date with Dave Walls. You know I'm busy when I don't leave Shot Show to go have lunch with Dave Walls. Dave Walls being the the creator of, of, the, of, the, AI. of the AI action. So right behind them, we got Ireland, South South Africa. We got Norway, the Falcon, Falkland Islands. That's my friends down in Argentina, Maldives. It's not Falklands, Maldives. We got Germany, Finland, France, Switzerland... I hear you guys make good knives. Israel, Czech Republic, Italy, Taiwan, Afghanistan. Hopefully some troops out there. Yep. Keep going. What do we got? We got <laughs> Frank's passing me notes. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting here. Uh, yeah, we're tired of shit and we're having a good time, so just bear with us here for a second. We got uh, Belgium, uh, Brazil. Spain, Iceland, Lithuania, New Zealand. We got some Kiwis down in New Zealand that are listening to us. Poland. Party Barrels, New Zealand. Singapore has pulled in four. Our man in Singapore. Uh, Denmark, Greece, Slovenia, Slovakia. What's the difference? 
my phone. Don't take it personal. <laughs> Some Chamorros out in Guam are listening to us. We got Japan, Korea, the Republic of Korea. So I'm going to say the southern side. It doesn't say the glorious northern people's <laughs> republic. <laughs> none of those things. We got the Netherlands, Romania, Ukraine, Argentina, Chile. I need more from Argentina on there. You guys know I was down there visiting. I want to see more downloads from Argentina. You got one guy in Argentina that's listening to no, you. No, I have a lot more no, fans. I, I did a class in Argentina. Come on. So we got Georgia, Guadalupe, Indonesia, Kuwait, Luxembourg, Malta, Mexico, Philippines, Uruguay, and it says all others. So <laughs> no offense if we didn't list your country or your IP address where you're downloading this from. We appreciate all you guys. We really do. Uh, this has been a lot of fun for us, and we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. And um, This is going to be a longer podcast, so you're going to probably need three drives. Yeah, we're gonna I may need... split it, but I doubt it. You're just going to hit the send button on I'm this just one. just going to hit the send, man. I'm nuked. Dude, not a, I don't know if that's a good idea, depending on what happens. So um, I just want to insert or inject this before we get started a lot. Here's kind of like, I'm going to call this Frank's Corner. A fun fact. A fun fact about Frank. <laughs> so you can acronize however you want. But here's a fun fact about Frank. I did not know this, and now you guys do. We're all learning this together, is that Frank is into Viking warriors <laughs> of the opposite sex. <laughs> just so you guys know. Just Shout so you guys it's kind of <laughs> It's kind of his thing. So... Uh, taller the better. I don't know if anybody knows what actually goes into the whole behind the scenes setup of this stuff. Like some, a lot of people show up and they walk around and they gather up a whole bunch of morale patches and stickers and have a good time and they talk about what's new in the industry. We're going to cover what's new in the industry, but I want to talk about just in general. We've been here since Saturday. I want to talk about booth setup. Booth setup is critical. Because you have to you you have to put on a good show. Shot Show is the Super Bowl of all shows that happen throughout the year, and if you don't put on a good show and it doesn't look good, you're not going to have the traffic that you that you're trying to drive. And those guys who set those booths up work their asses off, and so I want to give a round of applause to them because they did a great job. Golf clap. Oh. So booth setup is a uh, range day. Yep, range day. Let's move on to the ATAC range day. Uh, well, real quick, I want to go back. I RO'd the world record event at That's Front right. Sight on Sunday. That's right. I was here Saturday at 6 a.m. I was up and on my way to Front Sight to do the world record event with the AB crew, McMillan, all those guys. Ritter and Stark was there. And we set a standard. You had to go three for three. Come up to the, we had targets from 1,500, one mile, 2,011, and uh, 2,250, uh, and 2,550. Come up to the line, get down, get ready. I come up to you, Mike, what target are you going to shoot? Guy says, I'm going to shoot 2,000 yards. I say, okay. When you close the bolt, you got three minutes, and you got to go three for three. Meaning, you shoot, you hit the first round, three for you. You hit the second round, even better. You missed the third round. Sorry, doesn't count. Next shooter. What we had was about 27 actual shooters doing this. Only three people went three for three. Originally, guys tried to go for the 25 right off the bat with the big old 375s. Oh, hell yeah. That didn't work out so well. So they backed off to uh, 1,500. First guy to hit 1,500 was Paul Phillips of the FTR team, AB shooter, all that stuff. Paul, I Thank you for what you did. I mean, he's been super supportive of me and bringing me into that ELR world. The well next done, shooter, Paul. Though, well done. The next shooter, though. Are you right? Listening to me. Paul has a tricked-out F-Class style 375 lethal mag. He goes three for three for, at 1,500. Three minutes later, guess who goes three for three at 1,500? I know you're going to tell us, so just tell us. John with his 7 STW hunting rifle with a 10-power super sniper. Fear the man with one gun. Yeah, that's no shit. Star of the weekend, though, Team Tub. They went 3-for-3 three three at a mile, and then they went 3-for-3 three three at 2,000, 
in a 12 to 15 mile an hour wind. It was nothing short of spectacular because in the afternoon, nobody hit shit but the guy from Team Tub. It's uh, David Tubb's son-in-law. Shout out to his whole family, Christy Shot. Uh, you know, and, and just a fantastic job. We learned a lot. We set a standard. We have a method for ELR. There's going to be no more of these 30, 40, 50, 80, 100 rounds with one hit and drop the mic. Now you have a standard to follow. 36-inch square plate as a maximum. Three for three. Stone cold. Four-hour gap. Do it again. This is a straight-up skill set. It's a straight-up skill set. Three People did it. A lot of a lot of stuff is going into it at this point because you're you're shooting fifteen, but sixteen hundred yards. John with his hunting rifle with a super sniper. That's unbelievable. Props to him. When I was done with that, the only thing people asked me about was John. It was John, 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 because that shows you that you can go out there and do this and not have to spend a ton of money. Absolutely, and. A lot of people who know me, they they always hear me say this. There is a difference between shooters and gun guys. Yeah. There's yeah. a huge difference a there. A gear guy is not necessarily a shooter. Right. So then let's go on. We're going to fast forward here to range day. Mike and I ran the uh, ATAC range for mile high, brought the AIs out, brought some gas guns out. So there were some really cool toys out there. Yes. And Talk it, about this. Okay. So I'm we have... voice a bit. We have... <clears throat> the BAM mount. The BAM. I ran the BAM stage. I loved the BAM mount. So we're running a AR-10 off of a tripod. With a 150-grain bullet. With, with a 150-grain bullet and, and uh, an aim point. Yep. And a, a, red, dot time, aim a, a red dot aim point. With, with a doubler. With a three times max fire. Oh, three or, times. Yeah, okay. three times uh, max. And... Uh, the BAM mount. What the is BAM? BAM? What is BAM? Hawken Spurs. Hawken Spurs. Hawken. Hawken. Hawken Spurs BAM mount. This is a ballistically adjusted mount. Bottom position, 250 meters. So the two targets that we were shooting at yep. were, were 300, 300 and, and 600. 600. And on the 600, there was a hostage taker flapper. So it was uh, basically an Ipsic. With a with a, a circle over his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, like three. Or, it was like a six inch, if that. Probably yeah. six inches. Uh, it looked like six inches. We didn't set it up, yeah. so I don't know the exact size. So, so it's six hundred yards and, and three hundred yards. yards. Now you were with a, with a aim point red dot. So put it to the two fifty, hold center, hit the three hundred. So on the left side, it's kind of the it's, it's the old two the old two hundred three gunners. Yeah. Know what we're talking about when we say, hey, you have to adjust your sights on the left side of the gun. This is ambo though. Right. So on the left side, it just makes sense for me as a right a right-handed shooter to yeah, look at the left I side. Yeah, I use the left. Right. So you have I keep saying right, but yeah, I should it. say correct. How about correct? Yes. When I mean when I say right, I should say correct. Okay. How's that sound? Anyway, you put it on two fifty, hold center on the three hundred yard target, flip the switch to six, hold center on the target. Guess what happens? So we have guys that are one on a tripod. So. We, it, the ATAX range day is your LE guys, your three-letter agencies, your you know super secret squirrel dudes yeah, lot, coming hey, out to check out a lot of equipment mm-hmm. so that they can say, okay, this is something that I want to take on. Lots of soft guys. So they're looking at the precision rifles. They're looking at uh, the mounts and application of you know what they can use this in real world. Right. So we have guys that are on uh, sniper rifles. So when somebody would come up to our, our area, basically, I would ask the question, hey, has anybody shot a bolt rifle? Do you do it for a living? What's your experience level? So we would get past the experience level. I'll give them a few tips if they wanted them, and then we'd get Mike's on the rifles. Mike's an outstanding instructor. <laughs> He's a rock star. You're a rock star, Frank. So I would get them on the guns, and then... Not a porn star. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Make you laugh. So we're on the guns again. And with the precision rifles, we had them doped to 600 so that we can shoot the 600-yard targets. And I would give them a target. I would kick somebody's foot and say, you're shooter one. I'd kick somebody else's foot and say, you're shooter two. I'd get on the glass and ask them if they wanted me to give them a wing call. I'd give them a wing call, and we'd start engaging targets. Well, at the same time, you were running the tripod stage with the AR-10 with the BAM mount. And um, I'm watching through the scope, and I'd be like, shooter one, engage. 
and I would see the target give it a little shimmy impact. And I would I, I can hear where they're shooting from and kind of feel the concussion off of it. And I was also calling shots for the tripod guys. Yep. So I'm looking through the spotting scope and I see this guy, he's just whacking this ho- this hostage taking target back and forth. And I know it's him because I looked over and I would see him shoot. I'd feel him shoot. I'd hear him shoot. Many rounds in the magazine. And it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And there was at least ten rounds that he just chased it back and forth. And I was like, "Dude, who is this guy? Nobody knows who he is. He knows who he is. He's listening to it right now. I hope." And he's going, "Yeah, that was me." Yeah. Because it was badass, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Impact. Just adjust the band mount. It's an awesome piece of kit. Really check it out. Go online. Go look at a mile high. The band mount rocks. And that was our range day. The AIs were there. We had the AX, the AT, going to town. We had a 6.5 Creedmoor. We had a 308, and uh, both with Night Force scopes. So we got to see that the the clarity of all the Night Force scopes. So folks that were having any questions about jumping back and forth between scopes, we had an opportunity to show them that uh, extremely low, or the extreme low dispersion on the prism system that they use in that night force scope where it takes all of the light from the objective and it meets it all in one place in your eye box. That's too technical. Let's, we, we gotta go for it. We can't get that, my head hurts. Night force rocks. Night force. I'm gonna say it again. Night force. Mike Gillespie, thank, thank you for everything that you do. You're a good man. And Alan, Laura, met you guys. Wayne. Everybody, yep, everybody at night force. Brandon. And congratulations to Sean Murphy. Had a baby last week. Congratulations, he wasn't at Sean. Show. Sean, good to go. Hope everything's good with the fam. Uh, so moving into booth setup again, like after the, that booth Tuesday. setup. Tuesday. Yep. Tuesday shot show starts. Monday Tuesday. attack reigns over. We're there, bright and shiny, early morning. So just because the booth is set up doesn't mean that you know the you got your job's done. Your job's done. Move and lock up rifles. You got to move and lock up Bring rifles. You got to take down a whole bunch of stuff. If you have some expensive stuff sitting out, you got to put it away. Uh, there's just you basically you show it. up into a booth an hour beforehand. You set everything up, and then the show starts. And it starts. You know you'll have the early guys that come in, mm-hmm. and then you'll have everybody else, right. and then it goes on until about six o'clock. So when people come up to you, or you go up to a booth. And you ask a question at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, that person has answered that question at least 70 times that day. 70? That's light, dude. 700. And you guys were swamped. I was all <laughs> over the place. It, it was, it's been a good show for us so far at the, at the Mile High Outstanding and, show. The support was overwhelming. I'm, I'm telling you, I could not get through that without being stopped and thanked by people. The guys listening, I just love the support. I appreciate the feedback. Everybody loves the Sniper Side website, the new upgrade. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to go paint the walls. I'm going to decorate when I get home. I get home tomorrow. This is actually the first time I've seen Frank since, like, the A-Tax day. Yeah, literally. Like, like, we had all this stuff planned for you guys, and trying to lock down somebody to sit down for a half hour is impossible. 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 I, I, it doesn't matter who you are. You have to you have to plan that shit six months in advance yeah. to even look at somebody at that and point. You know what? No plan I made survived first day of shot show. No, dude. So, uh, our plan definitely got punched in the face. But let's talk about some sniper stuff. So, yeah. Frank, you put six miles on the pedometer today. So that means and being a light. On day, average, it was about eight miles for people. Okay. I, I saw Andrew Blumbaugh in the booth. Andrew was an instructor at rifles only. Does apex training up in Ohio. Great dude to know. He checked his pedometer, and he was averaging eight miles a day as a sort of spectator to SHOT Show. So that's something you would look forward to, that as a normal guy visiting SHOT, you're, you're going to average about eight miles a day. And at the end of the day, it's like you just jumped into the zombie horde. Everybody knows going up that escalator and trying to get down that main hallway, mm-hmm. just past the Starbucks and past where you get the, the tickets to all the shows, that's when it really starts to you know yeah, dissipate. Packed. But when when on the first day, and I noticed this today, on the first day, like you're doing the uh, the shuffle, like you're trying to get in formation, yep, yep. like short choppy steps, yep. And then on the you know what on was today, my I'll tell you what my highlight on the very first day. Hold on, on today, it was like I could actually take strides at my normal stride pace, which is you know like a yard at a time, you know. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead. So. Shot show opens about 7 38 o'clock. I'm coming through that horde that Mike's talking about. And I'm the just, I just horde. passed the Starbucks. Yep. And I hear 
Frank. Oh, God. Tracy Bartlin and crew. Mm. I love those guys. So I ended up spending about 45 minutes on the corner intersection. Yeah, in the, the place way. where we're all trying to walk? Yes, we were blocking. <laughs> so all the Bartlin guys, Frank Green, everybody, and we're just talking barrels and barrels and barrels and barrels. And what are we going to do? And I just put that 7 Twist 260 barrel up, the 20-inch shorter. I mean... You know, so great to see guys like that, you know, representing and everything. And then you finally get into the show. Now, here's the question I have for you, Mike. Do I go with my number one highlight or do I count down? Ooh. That's like a Letterman kind yeah. of like top ten? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, how many tops do you have, though? You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of winging this. Okay. Uh, let's go. Let's go with the bottom of the barrel. Like, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say bottom of the barrel. Now, I'm no, sure none of them were bottom yeah, of the barrel. I'm sure there's a lot of cool shit that's out there. Let's start with, um, let's start with something that was just oh, like no, in you passing. Know, you know, not, not just like you went up and got all the information. I'm gonna talk stocks. Okay, stocks. There we all go. All right, stocks are coming along in such a way. The carbon fiber wizard out there is Tom Manners and what he's doing. The 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 new crop of Manners stocks are amazing. But there's some elements to it, like MacBro had an adjustable cheek that was this really light aluminum, quick adjust marked. Um, I'm going to go off just a little bit. One of my highlights of this show and something I'm really passionate about is marksmanship. I spent about an hour talking with Sarah Baird from Colorado. She's an Olympic team shooter. And all I talked about is how her Walther fits her and what she does to set up for that shot and that brings me to the stock whether it's the magpul that i saw there and what magpul's doing with the adjustability in there manners the mac bro stuff like that even ted at american rifle company had a carbon fiber wizardry stock in his booth that was amazing kelly mcmillan with the new uh, synthetics that he's got, they're like 260 bucks or something wow. for these McMillan stocks with this brand new molding uh, compound they're using to bring the costs down. Stocks were really, really big. And I don't mean chassis, I mean stocks. Right. And you know what? Something the, that you're going to have to bed see, inlet. Right. Seeing the stuff in Tom Manor's booth, I was kind of jonesing for a stock again. And I'm a chassis guy you've heard us bring up manners multiple times there it's no secret that we we like manners we carry manners and manners makes good stuff they have a carbon fiber wrap stock it's very and lightweight the 22 it's stocks very adjustable, adjustable. Mm -hmm. oh my god the 22 stocks are so, amazing is this the year for 22s yes this is the year for a 22 if you don't have one of these tactical custom voodoo gun work 22s you're wrong Okay. Is that what it is? Like all yeah. the, it seems like just leading up to this shot show, 20, 22, 22 LR, 22. yeah, twenty two training rifle, twenty two precision rifle, Mike twenty two this, it call everything is coming up, twenty two and uh, twenty twos, twenty twos, and also hey thanks NRL guys, yeah, we appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no joke there. I, I'm, I'm laughing because. I ate crow. Okay. That's it. It comes down to that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the stocks are, are simply, they, they've, they've taken a bit of a leap this year, and, and it really, really interests me in the stocks. Um, then, oh, man, where else did, did I, I go down? Um, I went down and talked to the, um, uh, the bipod extensions and, God, all kinds of stuff there. And, and to, to maximize marksmanship, that's the stuff that interests me. And, and so uh, I'll, I'll kind of do a little wrap-up on Sniper's Hide when I kind of have my thoughts together. But, um, you know, we really need to get back to focusing on marksmanship. It can't just be using these different pieces of kit to hold the rifle in place and free. Oh, wait, really right stuff, too, with that new thing. Did you see the new really right stuff tripod? Nope. Smaller, lighter. More adaptable, stronger than the leveling base. AI had it in the booth holding up their 50 cal by the hand That's guard. the picture I saw. Okay. That's yep, the picture. That's the one that you posted on Facebook. It not only does the really right stuff dovetail, 
underneath that you can attach to your pick rail and it has the lug in there. The locking mechanism acts as an adjustment lever like a handle. Really right stuff came out with a bunch of new products and you know they adapt into some of their old products. Really right stuff is knocking this thing out of the park. They were in the rifles only booth. They were in your booth at Mile High. Yep, they absolutely. were everywhere. And everybody's calling it the Arca Swiss. It's not. It's a really right stuff dovetail. I met the owner of really right stuff today. And he, he was kind of like, oh, you know, Frank, love everything you do. I was about to say, he was and like, Frank said, Dally, who the fuck is that? Well, no, and then Randy. Randy <laughs> was up there when I met him, okay. right? And so he, I can't remember his comment, but it was something very positive to me. And Randy starts laughing. He goes, you better be careful because Frank carries bridge burning kit in his pocket. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't plan on burning any bridges with really right stuff because I'm a huge fan. But really right stuff's new thing, smaller, lighter, stronger. And Faster. It turns out there was a guy that uh, was working on some EOD stuff today. Okay. And he came over and he was like, I saw you have really right stuff and we want to put these, I think he called them dissipators or something like that, but uh, I'm not into bomb works or anything. Scary. <clears throat> so he's like, I need to know if I can free recoil this 2,914 grain projectile off of this uh, tripod. Why so, not? So I'm looking at him and I'm like, well, this is the first time I've really had that question. And I try not to make shit up on the fly and just be like, oh, yeah, sure. So I was like, dude, the answer is uh, get with really right stuff because they may have an answer for that or they may have some yeah. type of demo that they did or, you know, maybe they, maybe they're using it downrange. You're looking at the big, heavy – not, it's not heavy. Take that back. Scratch it. You're looking at the 33s and 34s. 33s and 34s. The TBCs. Big, the big, yes. right, with the, yeah. with the ball and So everything. this is all sore stuff. This is now, like, down to the size of the 23 and the 24 that is stronger than the 33. So That's the stuff you were looking at. Yeah. So, you you know, it, it's, it can go in that direction. I mean, they're doing some amazing things with this carbon fiber. Carbon fiber was everywhere. I mean, every corner you turn, there's some element of carbon fiber going on. Um, but I'm amazingly impressed what really right stuff came out with. So now I'm prepared to answer that question that that dude asked me from EOD. Okay. Because uh, one of the representatives, <laughs> one of the representatives from really right stuff came down to the booth, and I had stepped out, and one of the our training group guys, Tom Smith, we were both talking about because we were both trying to help this guy out, and we were like, I don't know. Well, he saw the really right stuff guy, and he was like, hey. Let me talk to you for a second. You talk to him, and it turns out that, uh, yeah, these tripods can withstand that type of blast. Wow. And I was like, well, now I know. Even though we don't blow stuff up, we shoot big guns and 240s and 50 cals and all this other stuff off of them. Now I know that it's going to withstand the blast that it's going to take for EOD to do their yeah. job downrange and be safe. Yep. Um, a lot of action stuff come in. Again, I'm going to go back to Mac Bros. I like them. Defiance. Defiance is, Defiance is a no-brainer. When in doubt, default to defiance, you know. But the Curtis action had a ton of buzz. That was that was a big one. Every every time I, I turned a corner, hey, did you go talk to Curtis? You know, uh, the nucleus from Ted. I heard about this. The nucleus, $850, kind of combining some stuff with Josh at uh, Patriot Valley, Josh Kuntz there. I hooked up with those guys, uh, Dan Warner and everybody. I ordered a John Hancock at the show. Um, so I'm getting a nucleus with the Patriot Valley, John Hancock, and you know, again, 850 bucks, no brainer. Uh, I, I, what, what's special about it? What, what was it that they're doing? It's that? a to me, I call it kind of a mousing feel light, but there's nothing light about it. But it's just sort of taking some of that cost away and giving you, the, you know, the bare minimums. Uh, Josh had the the demo unit in Ted's booth with a six dasher and he's showing just the different ways you can run the bolt fast slow and it's feeding a six dasher flawlessly or six br he actually had a six br and that's what i ordered was a six br long time ago i had turned my savage goat stancer into a six br george gardner kind of tricked it out a little bit but you had a single feed them with mag feed i have two cases of lapua six br at the house so i said to josh I'll take a 6BR, thank you. <laughs> right. and, and I did that. Um, 
not to, not to get too far ahead of myself. Everyone's gonna start like emailing you now. Hey, you sure you don't want to sell me some of that six PR? No, it's mine. Um, I don't give up nothing. And the other thing that I ordered, I ordered, I I, I don't Kim, don't listen. I ordered three rifles at this show. I got a John Hancock from Josh Koontz. I got a JP Valkyrie coming. A and 224? 224. We just Valkyrie. talked about that. We just what? ordered it. And then I walked across to Ashbury Precision, and I ordered a 224 Valkyrie. In bolt? bolt. There you go. So I'm, go- I'm going smaller, lighter, faster, like I talked about last time. Uh, they-, they have that Jim Gilliland edition. I saw Jim, saw Melissa. Hello. And um, I- I'm sold. So, so that's going to be the direction I'm going in with, with this kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was really good. Another thing, this was the year of the ultra short scope. Yeah? How many ultra shorts did you see out there? You didn't see anything. I didn't see anything, dude. I saw about saw the booth. 40, 40 dude, feet. Mike saw the booth to the bathroom to the booth. Yeah, that's about what I saw. Yeah. And I did see a, uh, there were people that came by and uh, But you want to know about, here, here, here's the thing. I'm not going to round up. I'm not going to waste time. Go to Sniper's Hide. Go to the scope section. William, Bill, who's a scope fanatic on Sniper's Hide, who knows a ton of information, outlined, listed, detailed all of the ultra shorts that were out there. So you can go there and get the background on it. I just sort of hit and run a lot of that except for one thing, which is my top, and I'm not going to talk about it yet. But um, it was the year of the ultra shorts, uh, and, and I'll tell you that. I really think it's a good direction for this stuff um, to go, and we don't need. What power ranges are we talking about? Oh, I saw some four to twenties, five to twenties, you know, five to twenty fives. Um, you know, like I said, go to Sniper's Hide and you'll get it. But it's in the power ranges we're using. It's it's that practical thing. You don't need a, a fifteen inch scope now. They're bro- dropping them down to you know that tens and eights and stuff like sure. that. So, the, what type of adjustment are we talking about though? Same. Same, same. Really? And actually, I was talking with Schmidt, and they were talking about 36 mils and more because they, um, Eduardo from the uh, King of Two Mile and I had like a two-hour meeting with them to address ELR stuff and shooting, and they're ramping up the elevation. They're, they're, uh, well, they have to to keep up with what yeah, everybody else is doing. We're, we're, Night we're, Force is putting out a 7 to 35 with 100 MOA. Right. So we're changing, man. We're, we're evolving. Right. And and so, um, you know. And this is a great place to see all that and, stuff. And just an FYI, I, I, you know, I was working with the 6'5 guys, Ed and Steve. They're doing all the videos and all this stuff. And we're going to post those videos on Sniper's Hide. We're doing a little bit of sharing. And I, and I did an interview with them as well. But those guys will have 10 times more detail than me. I, I had so many meetings with the relaunch of Sniper's Hide. Everybody knows kind of we're jumping back into this whole hog. With all this stuff, so I was being pulled in every direction. So I really didn't spend the the time to dig deep into this stuff. It was basically, yeah, get it in my hand, and then we'll kind of go from there. But those are the kind of guys that were there to get and do the you know the nuts and bolts of these things, and 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 that's the way it was. I I walked around with like no cameras, no video, no nothing like that. It was meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. Um, you know, so, uh, did, did you see anything like innovative in brakes, like muzzle brakes? Well, no, all the same, like the area 419 is, I saw is, John from area 419 yeah, today. It's probably I, the most popular break along with Josh at Patriot Valley. I would think those were the two biggest brakes. Um, there's some new, so area 419, I want to talk about has that new for adapters. Yeah, they have new adapters. <laughs> they have new adapters. You can... Uh, put the 5.8-24 adapter onto your muzzle threads, mm-hmm. and then you can take an area 419, and it has a tapered thread on it so that you can self-time that brake without right. using any types of tools. So you just reverse thread it onto that adapter. Yep, all the you push, thread. You know, you, there's a line on it. It tells you the caliber at the 12 o'clock position. You put that at the 12 o'clock position. You push it into position, and you finish locking it down. Exactly. When you're done with that, and you want to move on to a suppressor, let's say you have a Thunder Beast, you love Thunder Beast. Yep. 
Love Thunder Beast. Ray actually showed the new ASR one, which is just simply amazing. So he had it out in public. That's the hand crank one. The hand crank one. Okay. QD. Thunder Beast has a QD now. It's not just threading onto a brake, and it's not just a brake stuffed into a suppressor that's Loctited in there anymore. Now it's a now it's a real QD. It kind of looks quick like the detach. old AAC. It does. Except no blowback. None. Because the Army's testing for that. So it can't leak any gas at the muzzle. Does he have it at his booth? Yes, he does. So if you guys are still here when we when we publish this thing, and you'll probably see it on their website, you'll definitely see it at Mile High in the future because he brought it down to our booth today, and he was, and he was showing it off. Because I, I he knows we can't get out all the time, but yeah, he's down there and raised a good deal. I, I, I saw Ray it at Sanchez. Felix Canyon Ranch, and it's nothing short of amazing. Okay. So there's going to be a little change to it because the Army asked them to – uh, make the the QD uh, the the lock a little bit bigger because he had it sort of blended into the same size of the can. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was part of the can, so they asked them for gloves and you know different uh, situations to make it a little bit bigger. But the 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 uh, suppressor is amazing QD from Thunder Beast. So fact of the matter is, you're looking for a suppressor, you're looking for a Thunder Beast. If you're looking for a break, you're looking for a 419 right yeah, now. Yeah, right now that's exactly right. Okay. So, and then, um, are we, are we going to go, should I just jump to my number one, my, my drool factor? Yes. All right. Here it is, man. I'm ready. I'm, I am simply blown the hell away. That's, that's kind of huge. Yeah. Excuse me. That's huge. 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 Wait a minute. Donald Trump. Can can you tell the difference between me and Frank? Yeah. Donald Trump Jr. was at every frigging booth everywhere. Oh my every God. time you turned right. around, someone's posting a picture of Donald Trump Dude, Jr. In my newsfeed, complete newsfeed, I'm scrolling through. I'm like, I huge. Here's huge. I'm not gonna lie. Here's what happened to me. <clears throat> we were at the Night Force Award ceremony. I'm sitting next to, or excuse me, I'm standing next to Diane, uh, CEO of Mile High Shooting, and. <laughs> this guy walks into the room and she's like, "Oh my God." Look little, at that. She and got a little I, excited. Well, huh? I looked over and I was like, I looked him, I looked at him, but I was kind of looking around him and I was like, what am I looking at? She goes, look who that is. And I was like, who that? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't follow DJ that. Junior, I don't follow man. that family enough and everybody's going to be like, oh my God, I can't DJ believe Junior. It. You're not a Trump supporter. Guess what? It is what it is, but I don't follow his family. My bad. Dude, you're not so, a star fucker. I know, man, dude, I'm just, I'm way behind on the time. So, but now I know exactly what he looks like because in, in my entire Facebook feed, I keep scrolling up. I'm what like, what color was his jacket? He wasn't wearing a jacket. No, and, he had the Kuyu, where, where he had the Kuyu was, green one. He wasn't wearing a jacket where I was. He was wearing a salmon colored t-shirt. And he always or not a t-shirt, but a button-up shirt. His yeah. pink shirt underneath. Salmon. With his, with his no, green. salmon. Salmon, sorry. His pink shirt with his lime green jacket. Dude, he was everywhere. Everywhere. Unbelievable everywhere and speaking of everywhere so i'm walking through this place like i said probably six to eight miles average a day i fucked with everybody walking by if i heard a conversation i inserted myself there was these two booth babes kind of off to the side early in the morning eating a bag of cheetos and stuff like not in the booth but off to the side right Frank's walking by. He sees these two hot chicks with a bag of Cheetos. Is I this walk... third person, Frank? No, the, this is this is this is Frank. So I walk up. <laughs> so I walk up to him. Don't say anything and reach my hand in the bag and grab a Cheeto <laughs> and say thanks. <laughs> they're all like, "Yeah, right." So who the fuck is this guy? Right, right, right. You know. Then I'm going by this other thing, and these people are taking like a class photo. You know, and right. this woman's kind of lying. You're like, ca- this is a perfect place for Frank to insert himself. Yes. So that they're 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 lining the camera up, and right, and as and as everybody's looking, waiting for the lady to get it all ready, I'm walking past them like linear, and I'm like going with my hand in the air, going big smiles, big smiles. One of my favorite things to do, and this uh, this lady got really excited. I was oh, walking. Can I tell my? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a good one for you, and you can use this one and put it in your playbook. So, <clears throat> walking from the Palazzo to the Venetian, there's that big love sign. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I'm walking up. It's similar to your your photo story. So I'm walking up, and this lady looks really excited to see me, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is this?" 
And she's we're swearing like, a lot in this episode. I know, I'm sorry, sorry guys. We're in I'm Vegas. Sorry, guys. What like, happens in Vegas not, stays in Vegas. Yeah, this is not a child-friendly episode. So she waves me over, and of course, I'm by myself, so I'm like, okay, uh, can I help you? And she's like, can you take a picture for me? And I was like, yes, I can. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my signature moves. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll pull up the camera. She'll give it to me, right? She gave it to me. I pull up the camera. I put it on selfie mode. And I take a picture, <laughs> and then I give it back to her, and I walk off. Nice. <laughs> so, so you guys can take that home with you. It's something so, that I, I think it's funny. Well, I got I got another Hawkins story. Okay, Hawkins. 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 I got another Hawkins story. Hawkins. So I'm going Hulk to meet Giuseppe and Federica from Victrix, Italy. Shout out to Italy. So I'm gonna be working at the. You gotta go to the Beretta booth. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have a, a Victrix, and I'm gonna shoot the. Um, I think we we settled on the Minerva. I'm doing I think a 300 Normo with them, if I remember correctly. So when I go in the booth, I'm about 20 minutes early, and in the booth is Halkin, and Pia. Spur. How Halkin? Yeah. And, how how can? And yeah, how can? How can? Yeah. And Pia. Right. So we're talking Tikas, we're talking Sacos, we're talking this stuff. And one of the Breda guys that I'm supposed to be meeting comes up, and they're there, and I introduce myself, and Pia's standing there. And I introduced her as my next ex-wife. Oh, yeah, she told me about that this morning. Was, <laughs> she's, so did, just to put it in context, what is she, about 6'5"? She's about 6'4". Uh, is it 6'4"? Yeah, she's 6'4", I asked her. And um, No offense, Pia. No, she's it a was fun. Dude, she is a stud. She is awesome. Yeah, she's a shooter. She's she, a shooter from Sweden. Yep. And well, she'll she'll talk to you about guns all day all long. All the time. Yep. Yep. I, I, and I, she I, she came up and she said, "You know what a sour is?" And I said, "Like a sour apple, sour candy." And there's the, there's not a disconnect in the language. She speaks very good English. And six, I was like, six sour." Right. Yep. I was like a sour, like a sour apple, sour candy." She's like, "No, <clears throat> you guys call it six sour, but six sours suck." I'm talking about sour. And I was like. Like a gun? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I have no I'm idea. I'm confused the... already. No, yeah. So. So, no, it's all in good fun. I'm entertaining myself, and she was a great sport. Uh, she she came out to the Recon Sniper Foundation party and everything with Hauken. Hauken was out there. But uh, I'm really looking forward to the Victrix coming in. I, I mean, the Victrix is a nice, nice rifle, and, and I'm going to be shooting that one. Uh, with the 300 Norma, I got a gorgeous load that Andrew McCourt's doing up for me, all ready to roll. He sent me the uh, the test loads last week before I left for shop. They're Is there any the, specs on that? Uh, um, the Victrix are, um, yeah, I don't have the spe- like I said, go on the site, I'll get you the specs. But they do everything from a short Gladius all the way to big 408, 375 kind of stuff. Uh, t- take a look, it's worth the look. I know the guys in Italy who follow on Sniper's Hide have been having fantastic results. This is a amazingly built, finished rifle. The features on it, this guy does everything from the trigger, you know, all they make a hundred percent of it. It's this is not like they throw some aftermarket parts or anything. Uh, I mean, silky smooth on this rifle, and I'm really looking forward to. Um, Shooting the Victrix, I told them just. Are, are they ready to deliver this thing, or is it? Well, like, that's the okay. Here thing. it is. Here, here's a rifle, right. and you can't have I mean, it until twenty twenty seven. Honestly, and I talked to him about that. That's kind of on Beretta, and I'm gonna just kind of throw this out there, Beretta. You guys need to step up a little bit because you're a little slow here with things. I love the Tikas, I love the Sakos and stuff. I'm shooting two of the Tikas, but you got to get that Victrix in here, man, because I think it's gonna, you know, hit off really, really well. So, we teased you long enough, didn't we? Should I talk number one? I thought that was number one. No, I thought it was the, the Trump thing was number one. You got another number one? I, Is this tied, or was that number two? No, no. I got a number one, man. You got a number one? Trump oh, was so a, you were just Trump was stuck. a distraction. You were just, oh, you, you just threw that out there, because we were about to say number one. Yes. And now it's number one time. Number one. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen... Number one thing at SHOT Show 2018. Zero compromise. Zero compromise. The scope. Jeff Huber, man. Jeff Huber originally started at Night Force. Then he went over to Collis. And was that, did... that was the text you sent me. I think you posted it up on Facebook, too. You were, you sent me a, a text. Did I? I remember. Well, it looked like a circle, and I was like... Oh, yes. Well, even better. So, I took this scope, and 
Jeff was up there in the new product area. You got to start there before they can get you down. And this little desk he has is about four. Jeff has a unique story, and he's been involved in scopes in a very long time, very high-end scopes for a very I'm going to give time. you a bit of trivia on Jeff, okay? When I first started coming to SHOT Show, Sniper's Hide had a booth. Rifles, Rifles Only's booth used to be Sniper's Hide booth, and I turned it over to them. And back in the day, booths were picked by seniority. You had points. The bigger the booth, the more the points. The longer history you had with SHOT Show, the more points. And you used to have to sit in a room for two to four hours waiting for your turn to walk up to a big giant whiteboard map of the SHOT Show and pick your booth. Well, it just so happened that Night Force and me had the same seniority. But alphabetically, N, S. So, but I would sit next to Jeff Huber. So I knew him from back then. Well, then Jeff moved on to Collis, and he Collis, did that great yep. stuff with... Uh, it's Cam- not Kales, it's not Collies, it's Collis. It, it's like, it's like uh, Klingon. Did you ever see Star Trek? Collis oh, is man, their big, no. like, I'm hero. Star Wars. You're Star, You're Star Trek. Trek? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, We're not even going to talk about that. That's a whole nother episode. No, that's a whole thing, man. Um, so... And that made me lose my train of thought. Oh, so I wonder did, what that's like. Yeah, he did all that stuff with Shannon Kay and did the skimmers and all that. He, he, he was instrumental into pushing Kyle's to the next level. Well, then he disappears. And he's no longer really in the industry for like a year Like or a so. year, yeah. 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 He came out with a boom. Nuclear-like. Okay? He's got... Five to twenty-seven. He's got that four to twenty down there, and this thing is gorgeous. I'm talking zero compromise. What I started to do with that picture that I took through the scope, I saw a little bit of the reticle. It was like it looked like illuminated. Because I, yeah. I, I focused. I was past like, it. "What is going on here? What so, is this?" I put this scope on the corner of his table, and it's like a two-foot square table, and it's packed and shot show the whole thing. You know, you know the story. You know, think of think about your your rock concert, how busy it is, that kind of thing. And I take my iPhone and I kind of do it through the scope pick. And I have this guy who's on his phone. You're still using an iPhone, dude. X man, get out of here. Come on, sees my face. They intentionally slowed that shit down. Not mine. Mine's zippy fast. So, this guy's got his badge. He's got his phone. He's got tattoos on his arm and yeah. the whole thing. Tattoos, beards, tack pants. Yes. Tobacco products. All Body right. armor. This is Shot Show 2018. Damn, they're not crazy. holding anything back. No, no. So I take this picture, and I and I was showing people this picture, and they're like, "Wow, yeah, okay, it's impressive and all that." Shot glass, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Well, what I started to do today to people who were asking me about it, couldn't find it, and hadn't seen it, and 451. What I started to do was zoom in the picture. And take out the circle. So it's just like a square image of a man's hand and his badge. Just to see if, yeah, just to see if they could tell if you were looking they through a They couldn't scope. tell it was a picture taken through the scope until I shrunk the image and they saw the circle. It was pretty clear, dude. Dude. But, I mean, how it, far away was that? I mean, um, really? It was probably 25 yards. 25 yards in artificial fo- lighting. Focus that close. You can see the detail in his tattoo. You can read his badge crystal clear. There's a pen. Did you ask him for his likeliness? No. No. I, Fair enough. He'll I see who it. he is. Yeah, yeah, he knows who Don't he is. Don't sue me. There's a pen in his pocket. You can almost read the big thing on the pen. But you can recognize the logo. Yes. Yeah. You can recognize it. Amazing. These were prototypes, but they were beautiful. The illumination is like a smart illumination. It'll go to sleep when you move the scope and it and it recognizes the movement. The illumination will wake up after a bunch of hours. It'll go to sleep in a permanent way. Then you got to kind of jiggle the the illumination knob a little bit and it'll come back on. What What are they expecting battery life on that thing? Oh, I don't. Do we know? Okay. That's later. But this thing is. Uh, this was the buzz of the show, man. He he came out with zero compromise. Little fun fact: I was at the Schmidt booth today for two hours, and on their table, sitting on the very top, was his catalog. Hmm. 
So there you go. Zero Compromise, Jeff Huber, Nick. Don't want to forget Nick. Nick's an instrumental part of it. Nick got together with Jeff during the college years, and Nick is, is part of that company. He when stood are they, up when are they the, and, this Wait, stuff? I'm going to just go right here now. Okay. This is not an OEM, man. This is not an OEM. They stood up a company in Austria. They're sourcing that stuff there. They're assembling here in the U.S. at Idaho. They are not compromising on anything. The clickers, when you turn the turret, two-sided because most people only do a single clicker but that makes that clicker off balance because you got the ball on one and the other you guys pull one of your scopes apart take a look at the click how the ball bearing will drive a groove in there as it's coming around you'll see a little ring and then the click under and above jeff put them on both sides did this thing they go in so you won't get that groove so it's not wearing down those clickers and you're not going to be wearing this little mark inside He's zero compromise, zero compromise, zero compromise. And man, was this thing fantastic. I know a certain guy out there, begins with Adam, might be a last name I'm not going to say, already ordered him. Dude, it, it was just simply fantastic. When can we expect him to show up as not a prototype, as um, ready to go on the shelf? Coming soon. I, I don't recall the exact date. I was too distracted. This by year, the, yeah, definitely this year. This year in time he to do some actual it, shooting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another shout out because right next to Jeff Uber up in that new product area was Michael Victor with Victor Company. His wife Heather there. Little fun fact on Victor Products there. Him and my girl grew up together in Colorado. Oh, no Michael shit. then moved to California. The first time I came to Colorado because I had the internet relationship in the beginning. Went to a Christmas party at Kim's parents' house up in uh, up by Pass Golden there in, in Colorado, and I'm at a Christmas party, and this dude's like, "Hey, you're gun form and stuff," and he was on Sniper's Hide and knew about me, and I met him at the family Christmas party, and this was like 15 years ago. You guys are practically brothers. Yeah, we're related. Yep. So, um, another little fun fact. I used to smoke everybody in Trivial Pursuit during these parties. And what they used to do is Michael, Michael Victor's That's mom, your game? Yeah. It's uh, not dude, Monopoly. It's Trivial, trivial I, Pursuit. I, here's the deal. I remember, you know, Kim's game in the Marine Corps. Or Snipers, right? We're talking Kim's. About, yeah. Yeah. Every keep in memory. Keep in memory. Keep in memory, stupid. Kim's game. So I remember everything. So I remember all the answers to Trivial Pursuit. So I used to smoke <laughs> them all. Well, they used to put Michael Victor's mom, Donna, and me on one team in the end entire room against us and i still beat them all so that was that was always a fun time back to the scope price point um they're not 100 percent sure but it's going to be just at the 3k so right at that competitive level yep you're getting a a phenomenal scope 4 to 20 for the money 5 to 27 damn that's all i gotta say what type of reticles they're reticle uh two tents floating dot christmas tree Okay. Not too busy. The glass is freaking amazing. It is, there, you know, I think the closest thing you might see to it might be a tangent theta. Theta tangent. Which way does it go? TT. It's, no, it's tangent theta. Tangent it's, theta. It's armament technologies. Yeah, that's Andrew Weber. Yep. Good guy. And Crystal Turco. Mm-hmm. So, that was fantastic. But now I want to talk everyday sniper because I got to throw some personal stuff out here. It's Tuesday night. Scout Sniper Association. We we went ixnay on the great time party. Had a blast with the Scout Sniper Association. We have our annual meeting at Shot Show. Then Wednesday night, Leatherneck Club Recon Sniper Association. Holy cow! What a party! This thing was. I heard that was quite a turnout. Yeah, it was huge, man. It was so much fun, so awesome. Chuck Moamy there. Got to pay my picture with Chuck. Chuck was signing stuff. Uh, we, you know, they they had called me up and they're like, "Hey, we got a raffling stuff." And Mile High stepped up and got him a Schmidt, and they put it on their A6 rifle that Marty put together for him from Badger, and this whole thing. And you know, I help out. You call me, you ask, I help. You know what I mean? Right. That's it. Brothers giving back to brothers, and the Recon Sniper Foundation. That's what they do. They help, you know, veterans, the whole thing in the sniper and recon community, you know, anything. They presented me this, like, photo metal frame or metal photograph print 
of a recon team with the anchor chains and it's just it was such an honor i have to say thank you for that picture it's amazing on my desk i got my computer i got a little window up there and right above that that picture's gonna go in the honored place so i can sit back at my desk when i'm frustrated with some freaking idiots out there on the internet <laughs> i'm just gonna look up in that and say it ain't as hard as what they're doing right so. And if you guys want to see what that looks like, you can go to the Everyday Sniper Facebook yeah. page. You posted it up on there earlier. I'm sure everybody was wondering what the heck that was. You kind of gave a little description mm -hmm. on it, but the the backstory on it. And I'm actually looking at it right now. This thing is badass, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's what so is it that, like? That's what is that like? Three feet long, maybe a little longer. Four. You're about three feet. Yeah. So let me go measure it. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, just go lay next to it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, anyway, <laughs> no, man, this has been catching up with old friends, Mark Taylor, Carl Taylor, all the guys from Alaska that came down. We ate dinner at Ferraro's. Very cool. Yeah, Gordon. How awesome. Gordo. Yeah. Fucking Gordo, man's a slayer. I love Gordon. That yeah. mustache is epic. Yeah. He, he was even telling me, he's like, dude, Gordon it kills used dinosaurs. to be better. Yeah. It used to be better. I was like, I don't know if it could get any better than this. Like, don't look at me and talk to me like you don't have a mustache like that. Dude, you, you want to go on a hunt of a lifetime? Gordon's a professional guide up there. This guy fucking kills dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. That's George Gardner, Brian Sykes went with them. The real Those deal. big uh, ram hunts and stuff. Gordon's comes up to class. Even when I go up and teach class up there, he always comes out to have drinks with us. True master of his trade. Yeah. Uh, Marine... The whole thing, we had a blast. You know what the best part of those parties were? We were drinking doubles out of canteen cups. We got these monogram sniper logo canteen cups, like the metal ones. You know, I saw it's got some engraving on it. What does it say? Uh, let me see what it says. I don't even remember. It's got that. It, it, it's got the logo underneath, but then it says, "There is no hunting like the hunting of man, and those who have hunted armed men long enough and liked it." Never care for anything else after that. The Scout Sniper Association annual meeting, 2018. Very cool. And it's got the Shadow Man on there. So, awesome. Canteen. Oh, I had a salty old. This guy was probably 100. He probably was like a World War II vet. He came up to me because I'm drinking a freaking drinks out of canteen cup in this bar, Leatherneck Club. And he's like. Did he snatch it out of your no, hand man, start a fire like, and start some coffee He's like, it? you're honoring me. You're honoring me drinking out of that cup. And I'm like, okay, yeah, man, you rock, you know. But it, it, it was just a fantastic time with Chuck there, everybody there. Um, uh, you know, I just don't even know what to say. Jesse Fletcher, new, uh, new head of the Scout Sniper Association, you know, shout out to him. Be talking to him soon. There, there's some really oh, – so I get the one – one of the guys comes up to me and he goes, hey, I just got this text from my buddy – who's at a pretty high-end college, okay? He's, he's, at a, he's at a one of those tier one colleges. I don't know. Like Ivy, League. Ivy League. That's Ivy the way. Ivy League. So the guy comes up and he goes, hey, I just got this text today from my buddy who's going to an Ivy League college. And in this picture is his laptop computer. And looking over the laptop computer is his professor in the class. But on the computer was my video. So oh. <laughs> he goes, I'd rather be watching Frank than listening to this guy. <laughs> so he's watching me instead of freaking paying attention in class. Gotta learn dude, how to snipe some shit, man. Dude, you paid a lot of money for that school, but God love you. Yeah. Seven hey, five brothers. Pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah, man. Um let's uh let's let's get this wrapped up. You look like shit. I'm tired as hell. And uh we're Yeah, we're nuked, man. Oh dude, we're, I don't even know what time it is. It's probably somewhere around ten, eleven o'clock. And we're just trying to wrap this up. We got one more day left to shot show if we I'm can. I'm going home tomorrow, man. You're going home tomorrow. I'm going home tomorrow okay. after lunch. When we when we get back to Colorado, get back to our home state, and and uh, maybe we get together and and do like just a overall wrap up. You know, you guys learned everything that we know up to this point. This, this is going to be a little raw. We get it, but we yeah. want to get it out to you so you have it for tomorrow. You have something that you can drive to work to or, or start getting into the weekend on. And uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. And Sniperside.com. Go on the forums. You'll see some wrap-up. Six, five guys. Ed and Steve, there you go. thank yep. you. Ed they're going to have the videos. They did that for me because so, I knew I wasn't going to be able to this year. So we're sharing that content. 
I really appreciate what Ed and Steve did. I did do an interview with them, so you can watch that. Uh, what else do I got to plug, man? Um, I don't... I'm going to plug this right here. We got Mile High Shooting Accessories. Find us on Facebook, social media. Mile High Training Group, Training Detachment. Everyday Sniper and Sniper's Hide. Uh, you guys are awesome. We thank you. And if there's anything that, uh, that you guys want to talk about... Call Little Bitty. Call Little Bitty. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Mark. If there's anything you guys want to talk about, PM us. But throw it up on the main page. If you have any questions, we've had some really good questions. Yeah. Uh, we talked about some uh, some 308 stuff. I want the, some interaction, man. Hit yeah. us up. Well, yeah, hit us up. Um, and you uh, doing really good on the Podbean stuff. We appreciate that. We're we're starting to gain some traction. Steaks make me sleepy. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm done. I gotta go. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys. Love you. We're out.